Hello and welcome to the Edify Podcast. This is designed for you, preacher, teacher, shepherd, deacon of the kingdom of God, for your edification, for your uplifting, for your ministry. How are you sleeping? Psalm 127 and verse 2, he gives to his beloved sleep. Many preachers of God's word, shepherds of God's people, uh, have found themselves up late, have found themselves up late praying, have found themselves up late um, studying, uh, teaching, preparing something, uh, trying to guide, trying to help. And there are times when when family needs and and ministry demands and and so on and so on and so on end up requiring a lack of sleep. There is no doubt. There is no doubt. I have no doubt in my mind. Paul lost countless hours of sleep um, for for his for his his ministry, his love for the church, um, especially for Corinth. You know, a church that he was so concerned with that he that he left an open door in Troas to preach the gospel that the Holy Spirit of God opened for him, <laughs> that he left because his heart was not um, settled within him was was the term that he used. He couldn't stand the fact that Corinth um, may be busted up over the letter, and so until he heard from his good brother uh, he in Macedonia, he he was not settled. Uh, so that that tells me that that sleep maybe appetite, all of those things went by the wayside. Stress does that to us. But how are you sleeping? That's that's key. Um, when I, right before I went into preaching, uh, I was in law enforcement. And when I worked um, day shift, going to bed at a decent time, was not always, was not always terrible, but sometimes it happened. You know, you get off at six and you want to enjoy your buddies or go on a date or, you know, whatever. And then you have to get up again uh, and work a 12-hour shift starting at 6 the next morning. And so that maybe wasn't so much the big deal. But when I went to night shift, um, I couldn't sleep during the day. I'd get home about 6.15 in the morning, and I'd sleep to maybe maybe 12, maybe, on a good day. Uh, I don't think I ever slept to 1. So sleep was not my friend. Uh, and then when I went into preaching school, uh, Memphis requires you for every hour that you study outside of class. Inside of class, you study outside of class. So six hours in class, six hours outside of class. Now, as somebody who um, <laughs> um, who um, who was a newlywed at the time, it was a um, it was something that um, I had to adjust to. Uh, and so, thankfully, um, it, it worked out and worked out well. Uh, they they um, basically what I did was I would study about. Th- two and a half, three hours in the evening uh, after my spouse went to bed. And then uh, and then I'd wake up about five the next morning. And so my sleep during preaching school, I guess for the last year and a half, almost two years of the time, was um, very structured, um, but it was, not, it was not a lot. So how are you sleeping, though? That's the question. And um, as you think about that, um, it's it's not as easy sometimes as we'd like for it to be. There's a lot of things in our minds. There's a lot of things that's burdening us, that's keeping us awake. You know, with all that's on your plate, uh, some of you are are bivocational. You're having to work. You're having to preach. You're having to uh, write sermons. You're having to be. Some of you guys uh, are are belonging to, you know, churches that that don't have elders, and so the preacher is in turn uh, the pastor of the flock. I know what that's like. 
when I was in Moultrie, it seemed like that I was stopped six times before I could even get into the pulpit to deal with something or, or write something down or make an announcement or whatever. So that's very, very burdensome. So when I, when I first started Moultrie and there was, you know, 50 members, that was not as bad. But as I left, you know, five years later, there was 111, 120 folks, you know, in that room. And, and, um, one man, one man can't do that. And so, um, we have to be careful. We have to be careful. Um, we have to be structured. Uh, my preacher growing up, Steve McCaslin, he told me when I left from Memphis, don't, don't let, don't let the brethren, as you go into the ministry, don't let the brethren, um, take your study time. Let that be priority because your job is to preach and, and not to pastor. Your job is to, you know, equip the saints for the working of the ministry, Ephesians four eleven and 12. And, and so don't, as best as you can, don't allow them to do that because you and I well know they'll, they'll take your time, not, 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 not to be evil or malicious, but they'll take up, take up your time during the week. And sometimes it just requires it. And then at the same time, you're expected to preach home run dinger sermons and <laughs> you've spent the whole week with the brethren and not studying. And so that's something that you want to be careful of. Um, you know, it's, it's many sleepless nights. Paul in second Corinthians eleven twenty seven said, uh, that he had many sleepless nights. And so soul work is the best work. Uh, soul work is something that, um, that, that is so rewarding, but it, it is also very, very draining. Uh, I want to encourage you to prioritize your schedule, your study time, so that you're regularly, regularly done um, with your sermon, your sermon preparation, you know, by Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest, um, if you haven't gotten it written already, because you need a good night's sleep before you get up and preach and exalt God's word. And if you're tired, the brethren can see it. They look, they look at the bags under your eyes, the dark circles, you know, and, um, you have to be careful. Make sure that you give people, um, your very best, as best as you can. Um, when I was policing, there would be officers that would, uh, get involved in wrecks get involved in, um, and sometimes lose their lives because they're very quickly uh, speeding to the call, flying to the call, trying to get there, trying to help. And that that pans over even into the ministry. You're, you're trying your best to be everything for everybody, uh, but you're no good to anybody if you don't rest, you don't take care of yourself, if you don't involve self-care. And so let me interject this um, announcement. If you're in the Chattanooga area, January 14th and 15th, um, Edify is having a mental health um, seminar. Uh, it's, a, it's on Eventbrite. If you go to Edify Mental Health Seminar, uh, you, you'll see it. Registration there for the tickets, 20 bucks. That will take care of the cost for um, Neil Ritchie, um, our, our licensed counselor, good brother, coming out of Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, more specifically, the the Salem area, and um, he's he's a good brother. He's um, very learned. Uh, got a lot of letters at the end of his name, and um, it's going to be a time where we sit and focus. Um, and one of the issues that he's going to cover is self care, which is one that we often overlook because we feel guilty because we we're so conditioned to take care of other people that we forget to take care of ourselves, and we forget that even Jesus took time apart. We forget that Jesus had to go away by himself without his disciples and his apostles, that he, he went away 
uh, just to spend time with his father. And so the title of this um, mental health seminar, if, if you're in the Chattanooga area or if you want to drive, um, is, um, is uh, Ministry, Mental Health, and Me. And so it's highly, it's highly important. You, you're no good to anybody if you're no good. And um, that, that, that can mean in a whole lot, a lot of ways, but I just want to invite you to that. January 14, 15 of 22 in Chattanooga, it will be at the Hilton Garden area. So I hope you sleep well. Hope you take care of yourself, and uh, help. I hope you understand how important and vital that you are, and we need you. Um, the laborers are few, and so we don't need fewer laborers because you and I aren't getting enough sleep. We're not taking care of ourselves. Uh, too many preachers pour themselves into brethren, um, sometimes brethren that don't care that they pour themselves into. Meanwhile, our bodies and our minds go by the wayside. Um, that's that's not good. It's not beneficial. That's not who we want to be. Um, you, you may be self-sacrificial. That's good. So is our Lord. Um, the word is altruistic. You're so much for the other people that you don't care what it looks like for you. Um, that's that's Jesus, and good for you. Um, but there is a sense in which you do need to take care of yourself. You do need to sleep. And so Jake is preaching to the choir, uh, and Jake is preaching to himself. So I, I know that you want to you want to be effective. You want to be fruitful. You're tired of feeling tired. Uh, you're tired of feeling worn down. And so get good sleep, eat well, stay hydrated, um, turn the phone off. As soon as you get home, turn, turn things off. Uh, look at your wife, look at your children. Um, just, just, um, or if you're in some cases, just, just go home and enjoy the silence and, and talk to your Lord and just wind down for the day. And so, um, God bless you. God bless you in your preaching. And, um, I hope that you are, are resting well, taking care of yourself. And again, uh, let's help your mind. January 14th and 15th, 2022, Eventbrite Edify, the Mental Health Seminar. It's just for you. It's just for me. And um, please feel free to invite your all your elders and your deacons and anybody that you know that serves in the ministry or is interested in serving in the ministry or somebody who uh, needs this, who needs this time. Um, and and um, so bring them. Bring them along. And uh, uh, God willing, we'll see you in January. And so may he be with you in your preaching and in your sleeping and self-care.